Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey guys, welcome. Guy here. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel on YouTube and uh, on the podcast. Appreciate that. Five stars. And a uh, uh, Spotify or Apple review, leave a question in the mailbag. ESPN Plus on Monday morning, Dan Graziano of ESPN. Can the 49ers keep their stars? Free agents, extensions. He also wrote about the Chiefs. And uh, luckily, I'm a subscriber. So let Daddy Big Bucks take you behind the ESPN paywall to read a couple of excerpts here from Dan Graziano. He writes about a few different scenarios in terms of how the Niners could create cap space. And then the uh, excerpt that's been clipped out around the internet already on Monday morning, he says this, to me, the most likely way it shakes out is Brandon Ayuk ends up getting traded to a team where he is a clear number one wideout and where he can get the extension he wants leaving the Niners to draft his replacement in the first round. Right now, the 49ers have picked 31, but part of this question is, do they get a first rounder for Brandon Ayuk and replace him with a first round receiver? Get to that in a second. Uh, But the other part of what Graziano wrote was this. I'm going to read a little more. He says, in our example, the Niners would then be $58 million under the cap. Now, how did he get there? He got there by restructuring Trent Williams and Debo Samuel's contract. He got there by cutting uh, two-fifths of their starting offensive line, which I know everybody's in a rush to do, but you have to actually replace those guys first. So we cut Brendel and McKivitz. Uh, and then he cut the uh, nickelback from six months ago, Oliver, to save money. He also then cut Kyle Juszczyk and Dre Greenlaw, even though he wrote that they'll probably work out deals with both those guys on lower salaries and uh, thus – here you end up with uh, almost $60 million in cap space. He says, he says, Ayuk would be missed, but with all the massive cap numbers, the Niners are projecting for their veterans in 2024 and future years. At some point, they're going to need to move on from some of their stars. If they can get a first rounder back for Ayuk and replace him at wide receiver, that might actually be the best way to go. And of course it might actually be the best way to go, but it's easier in theory than it is in practice. I think There are a lot of people who go back to last year around the draft who believe that even then the Niners might have been considering trading Brandon Ayuk. And there is no question that at this point they have to actually consider it again. But I thought the way Matt Barrows asked the question to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan last week, he said to them, you know, the last time you were kind of in this position, you concluded that you had to that you couldn't keep two high-priced defensive linemen. You traded DeForest Buckner and kept Eric Armstead. And if you watch Kyle Shanahan talk then, you may remember what he said. 
he acted like they didn't have to do that. He said, well, we didn't have to do it, but, you know, A, B, C, D, E, that was the path that we chose. And I think they're going to approach this the same way. What is path A? What is path B? What is path C? Doesn't mean they're going to. I don't even think it necessarily means that Dan's right, that the most likely outcome is Ayuk getting traded because I think they value him a lot more than I think even Graziano wrote. Um, but it's absolutely a path they're considering. I don't think it's their first option, though. I don't think it's their first option. And I think one of the reasons it's not their first option is that it might actually be harder to get a first-round pick for Brandon Ayuk than it sounds like it should be. Josh Norris of uh, Underdog Fantasy retweeted the post by Dan Graziano this morning and said this, Ayuk is absolutely worth first-round draft compensation. His skills versus isolated coverage would shine on a team that afforded him wide receiver one targets. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Is he worth a one? Could you get a one for him? Uh, Matt Miller, NFL Draft Scout, said, uh, I don't know if he'll be available, but uh, I don't know if the Niners would trade with the Chiefs. A lot of teams do not want to help Kansas City get better, but Ayuk is exactly what they need opposite of Rashi Rice. Okay, I think we'd take the Kansas City Chiefs off of the list of teams that the 49ers would trade Brandon Ayuk to. I think you have to take teams off of the list. We know based on the way they've operated before, that as a team near the top of the food chain, a Super Bowl contender, it does matter to them who is on their competition and not only adding players to their team to help themselves, but to keep them away from their competition. The most recent example of this is what Jed York said after the NFC Championship game. I was there in Santa Clara when he had an impromptu meeting with uh, the people gathered, and he was talking about trading for Christian McCaffrey. And what he said was that Kyle Shanahan was the one kind of second guessing whether or not they should do it. And him and John Lynch were the ones trying to convince Kyle to do it. Now it wasn't that Kyle didn't see the value of Christian. He just wanted to make sure he as the head coach slash truly the guy with final personnel control slash the offensive play caller didn't want to sacrifice his team's needs for a shiny toy for himself. And one thing Jed York said when he told this story three, four weeks ago was one of the conversations was, well, really, do we really want the Rams to end up with Christian McCaffrey? The Rams were also in the mix. McCaffrey had just played against the Rams and played really well against the Rams. The Panthers had just featured him against the Rams. They'd already missed out to the Rams on the Matthew Stafford deal. Kyle Shanahan would have loved to have had Matthew Stafford for good reason. The Rams beat him to that punch, stole Matthew Stafford out from under him before he could even Get in on the get in on the negotiation inside job. So uh, the Niners, we do know they do consider as as you as most teams do, they do consider okay who is our main competition to win a championship, who's on their team, uh, are we helping them or hurting them? Right. Uh, I think the fact that Trent Williams wasn't just giving the Niners a last chance to resign him before he went to be on somebody's team back when they resigned him. He was giving them a chance to re-sign him before he went to the Chiefs. You're crazy if you don't think it mattered that the team he was going to sign with, if the Niners didn't re-sign him, was the Kansas City Chiefs. Of course it mattered. And of course that matters here. And so when we're going through, okay, you want a first-rounder for Brandon Ayuk, well, who's on the list of teams that would trade for Brandon Ayuk? We have to eliminate teams the Niners don't want Brandon Ayuk on. I think we've got to eliminate Kansas City. I think a lot of people would agree you got to eliminate Kansas City. Um, I think it's actually pretty hard to find great matches for a Brandon Ayuk 
49ers first round pick trade. Uh, I'm sure if you're watching this video live or watching it after the fact, you're going to have some ideas. As I went through it this morning, I came up with a few, but uh, I do read the comments after the fact on YouTube. Most of them try to. So uh, if I'm missing anybody, leave some there. I think there are some basic matches. If you go through and go, okay, who who kind of could like Brandon Ayuk? I think Arizona could like Brandon Ayuk, but that's not a trade partner. Arizona's got the fourth pick in the draft. They do also have the 27th pick in the draft. Now, they are in your division. They're not an immediate threat right now. They've got two firsts, and they may be out of the range of getting a top-tier first-round receiver, right? You're, you're uh, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., Jerome Adunze. It looks in this draft like there definitely could be five or six first-round receivers, but there's two or three that are going to go in the top half of the draft. And, um, you know, that's that's where, to me, if you're drafting ninth, like the Chicago Bears, and you've got DJ Moore, but who knows how much longer you'll have DJ Moore. But you got DJ Moore. You've got two picks in the first round. You're going to draft a, a quarterback, number one. They're going to draft Caleb Williams. We'll debate it for months, but they'll end up drafting Caleb Williams. And um, they could definitely use a a very veteran, but but not old. Ayuk's in a in a sweet spot where he's a vet, but he's not old. He's young, and he's got the right mindset, and he's itching to break out. You're gonna have to pay him, but like to me, they could use a guy like that. But are they willing to trade number nine for him? Why? You could just draft the second or third best receiver in this draft, a top ten level player there. So uh, to me, hard press there. The Raiders at thirteen, right? People have suggested the Raiders. You, the 13th pick's great value, right? If the Raiders offered the 13th overall pick, the Niners would very strongly consider it. In fact, I think they would probably do that deal. But Ayuk's not exactly getting what he wants because he's not going to be the number one receiver. He's going to be the number two receiver. Not that he gets to dictate necessarily, but signing him to an extension matters. Um, and if you're the Niners, you go, all right, we're sending him to the AFC, not a threat. To the toughest division in football, maybe. So that's the likelihood that Brandon Ayuk is going to come back to haunt you in a Super Bowl is low. Even though Antonio Pierce did say, Raider guy was very happy to hear that, uh, you know, they may just have the blueprint. They may just have what it takes to beat the Chiefs. Um, so that would be a consideration. And I think they'd probably, if that deal fell on their lap, I think they'd probably take that deal because they'd feel like we're either going to get a blue chip, we can get a blue chip offensive lineman, we can move up a little bit to really get a blue chip offensive lineman or wide receiver, they would take that deal. I'd be surprised if that deal came to them. But with Antonio Pierce now, you never quite know. You know, you never know when you've got a brand new head coach, a guy that's a little freewheeling, um, a little outside of the box. I know, you know, he's got a real, uh, an experienced GM with him, but I think you got to keep an eye on any, on the Raiders with anything because you just never quite know what, what they would do. Uh, and I think the Niners would do that deal, as I said. Uh, Houston at 23. I mean, they, they've got some young talent. Tank Dell missed like six, seven games. He's young. Could you plug Ayuk in with D'Amico Ryans, make him just an automatic true number one, put him with CJ Stroud. Tank Dell is an, a nice compliment to him and, um, you know, be off and rolling. Uh, yeah, I think you could. Would you take 23? To me, you would take 23 if you know you can package it to move up. I wouldn't want to take 23 and just replace him with another receiver. I think your needs are more severe on the offensive line. If you're keeping Debo, 
if you're keeping McCaffrey, if you're keeping Kittle, if you're bringing Jennings back as a restricted free agent, um, there's definitely a hole, a big hole at receiver. Would they use that pick to go just get another college receiver? It'd be tough, I think, to plug and play that guy and expect him to be off on the same page with Brandon Ayuk. But I think that's a deal that um, I think that's a deal that they uh, would consider. And I think that's a deal that would make sense from the other side, right? Because uh, Houston is a team that they're, I don't know if they're ahead of schedule, right? Whatever their schedule was, but uh, they were better than people thought. And then that's kind of a time when you start upgrading just a little bit, upgrading a little bit more. You spend a little money for a premium. You spend a premium for a guy who um, maybe you could get a guy like that in the draft, but oh, you think we'll put him with our young quarterback and our young receiver and um, he could have a little extra value there. So I think Ayuk would be a guy that has extra value uh, to a team like, you know, the Houston Texans. Uh, but the question is, would he even be the guy? Matt Barrows covers the Niners very well for the athletic. Him and John Lund, uh, he went on with Pop and Lund. And uh, listen to what he said about making a decision for the Niners between Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Oh, no audio? You guys aren't hearing that either? Son of a yesterday, or I guess Friday, I played some audio. Uh, you guys heard it. I didn't hear it this time. Nobody heard it. I got a little rewire here going on. What Matt Barrows basically said was if it comes down to Debo or Brandon Ayuk, uh, he thinks the Niners would go with Ayuk. And he has said this repeatedly. This isn't just a new thing that he said last week. Um, he said the chemistry with Brandon between Brock Purdy and Brandon Ayuk makes it seem like they're just a better pair for one another. And uh, he doesn't seem to have the same passing chemistry with Debo Samuel. A lot of his stuff is on short passes that create yards after the catch, which is a great argument for um, for Brandon Ayuk. I actually think it's not a bad argument for Debo either. Debo is kind of quarterback proof. That's the beauty of him. As we saw in the Super Bowl, the uh, the issues with Debo uh, or that he's not the same type of receiver as Ayuk when you're trying to throw him go balls against Trent McDuffie, that's not going to work. That wasn't a Super Bowl issue. That wasn't just a Trent McDuffie issue. That is a um, uh, that's just that's just not. I mean, I, I've told you guys this since camp. I've hammered it probably weekly. I don't mean to belabor the point, but the Niners do not hit that pass to Debo Samuel. They did it once once a, a week, once a day. I mean, in practice, and it just it never worked. But part of the beauty of Debo Samuel is that a lesser quarterback can create, quote unquote, with Debo. That Kyle Shanahan has been looking since 2019 for a quarterback that he can cut loose a little bit in a game and go toe to toe to some degree with Patrick Mahomes because he steps on the field uh, only during timeouts, intermissions, pregame, postgame, halftime, quarter breaks. He doesn't get to play, Kyle. Debo allows you to create beyond the X's and the O's. Here's what I created. The play didn't totally work, but I'm going to give this guy the ball. He's going to make some plays. Um, But I think we have to ultimately listen to what Matt Barrows is saying here and go, okay, this is a guy that's around quite a bit. He's got a good feel for the 49ers and Ayuk. He's got a good feel for Purdy and what they want to do. And from an age standpoint, when your quarterback is cheap, there's no better thing to invest in than things that help your quarterback. Offensive line, receiver. I think for that reason, the chemistry with Purdy, how hard it is to replace when you are going 
Super Bowl or bust every year. I don't think you take Brandon Ayuk away from him in 2024 when he feels like he's just about to take another big step. If you'd won the Super Bowl this year, maybe it changes the math a little bit and you're a little more inclined to do it. But they didn't win the Super Bowl this year. They're still trying to break through. And, uh, you know, for that reason, I, I think he's still around. Now, somebody asked, was Antonio Pierce with the Arizona State Sun Devils when Brandon Ayuk went to ASU? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. In fact, he was the recruiting coordinator when Brandon Ayuk went from junior college to ASU. So uh, there is definitely a um, a relationship there and something worth watching for. And maybe, and I'm sure other people have said this, maybe that's that was a miss by me last week when Ayuk's buddy said Vegas bound. That's probably an Antonio Pierce thing. And, uh, you know, the, 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 <laughs> the situation at Arizona State with Antonio Pierce was uh, they broke some rules in recruiting. So it makes you wonder, you think AP sent a text to somebody around Ayuk? Get him here? I think other people are probably ahead of me on that one. I didn't just imagine that one up just now. Uh, a little late to that party, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I think you can put two and two together there. And and I don't think it's going to impact um, – I don't think it's going to impact the 49ers very much. So we'll, we'll go about finding we'll, – let's go through uh, this week. That's all I have to do. Let's find some other first-round trades. But I think we found a few today, and I think we found a few that the 49ers would say – one, for sure they would say yes to, I think. I, I think they would trade him for the 13th pick because I think at that point you feel like you can get a blue-chip guy uh, back. His 2020 draft class, we'll see kind of where the money goes for these guys. It was a very good first round and early second round. Um, Henry Ruggs went first of all those guys. Now, Henry's in jail, but um, at the time when he had the DUI manslaughter case, he actually was starting to play well. So from a, he, I don't think anybody thinks in hindsight <clears throat> that he was about to be the best receiver in that class, but, I mean, that was not a – a miss in terms of the talent eval. Jerry Judy went 15. CeeDee Lamb went 17. Jalen Rager, no. But then Jefferson, Ayuk, and then 33 and 34 were T. Higgins and, and Michael Pittman uh, out of the first round. So um, I don't think either one of these guys is getting traded. I don't think Debo's going anywhere. I don't think Ayuk. Now, I, I feel more sure that Debo's not going anywhere. But uh, I don't think Ayuk is going, but I, I just don't think you can be surprised if he does. And I do think there are deals on the table that if offered, they would say yes to. But I, I also think if you're, as I said, Chicago at nine, you're not doing that deal. You can get a first round receiver on your own. The Raiders would be the wild card. The Raiders are a wild card in this. I think most teams sitting with the 13th pick would not trade it for Brandon Ayuk, but the Raiders just might. The Raiders just fight. Uh, let me just make a note here. A couple other things. A couple other things to get to. Uh, some of these were related to uh, this, some not. But as it relates to the defensive coordinator, uh, the other thing Barrows said was that uh, maybe Jeff Ulbrich would be a candidate. Jeff Ulbrich, the uh, Jets defensive coordinator. That was news from the end of last week and over the weekend. Um, 
he's the defensive coordinator for the Jets. So you can't just take somebody else's DC. It'd be a little alarming if they just said, okay, go ahead. Uh, but the thing that Barrows pointed out was linebacker seems to be the key position for what Shanahan is after. Ulbrich is that. Something to keep in mind. Somebody else suggested him to me last week. But, um, you know, the hard knocks from last year with the Jets had a, quite a bit of Jeff Ulbrich in it. He didn't – I know he's from the area and the linebacker thing. Uh, coach with the team, played here. It doesn't really fit. the. Just the coaching vibe was weird, like very – bombastic I thought it's not really the 49ers vibe um maybe I'm wrong about that but I didn't coach here played played for the Niners maybe I'm wrong maybe you know I think hard knocks you can get the wrong impression so I don't want to give off the wrong impression but I I thought it was just a weird I don't know I it seemed like a weird fit it seemed like a weird fit to me uh there's also this from Kayo who who tweeted this link at me he said hey did you see, he said, Hey guy, kind of, did you see this? He sent me a story from 2019. And uh, for those of you watching, you can see, and it was a link to a, a Niners nation story from 2019 from Kyle Shanahan's exit press conference. And uh, he was asked about, this is the stories from uh, January 19th, 2019. Okay. So five years, more than five years ago. And Kyle was asked about whether he'd make some changes on his staff. And uh, Kyle said, I mean, if Bill Belichick became available two weeks from now and said he wants to come here, and I was told I had to let someone go in order to bring him in, that would be a smart decision to do that. So it was sent to me by Kyle as, as I think, kind of like, oh, is this an indication that Kyle would be open to bringing in Bill Belichick? I do think, and I've said this, I do think Kyle would be open to bring in Bill Belichick. I think it's on the list of very long shots when it comes to defensive coordinator. I disagree with Greg Papa. <clears throat> I disagree with Greg Papa, who said on uh, the Rich Eisen show on Friday that he thinks Pete Carroll is a better fit based on his defensive style. And if you've been watching or listening for the last few weeks, you know that I don't think Pete's a fit. I think Pete really wants to be a head coach. And, um, if you've watched anything he's done in the last several years, there's really not much indication that he's all into shutting the blinds and scheming it up. I think he really values the leadership, the culture setting, that type of stuff that a head coach does more so than a coordinator does. And I don't know that Bill wants to do that stuff either. Seeing guys be head coaches for two decades and then just give it up. You don't see it a lot, but I do think, Bill would be more likely to be that guy than Pete is. So for that reason, I, I disagree with the assessment that Pete would be more likely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd be fired up. Pete Carroll would be very interesting. But Pete hasn't been calling defenses for a long, long, long time. And I, you know, I don't know if that's just because he had to change or because he doesn't want to. But Pete does not. Um, Pete, Pete has not shown any indication recently in what he's said or the way he's coached that tells me he wants to go be uh, a coordinator. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. 
for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at GameTime. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called GameTime. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Question on the stream from Billy Bong. Why would Bill, six ring Bill, ever take orders from ringless Kyle Shanahan? Well, he wouldn't be taking orders. <laughs> He'd be given the keys to the defense. And um, if Fred Warner or Nick Bosa came to Kyle Shanahan and said, Coach, Kyle, they call him Kyle, Kyle, I don't like what Bill's up to. I think Kyle would say, go talk to Bill. Right. Whereas when, when when it's Steve Wilkes and Fred Warner and Nick Boser say, Kyle, I, I don't I don't like what this guy's up to. Kyle was like, right, I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you guys want him on the field? We'll get him on the field. So, you know, I, I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think it's a factor. Now, I think the factor is, does Bill want to do it? Period. Does he want to not be a head coach? That's not about Kyle. That's about Bill. That's not about who would Bill take orders from. It's about would Bill want to do that at all? So, you know, I don't think that's I don't think it's a factor here, but I also think we're dealing, we're talking about a pretty unlikely scenario. Um, I've seen a few Brian Flores questions. I mean, this came up last week. Brian Flores is the defensive coordinator in Minnesota. You can't hire somebody else's defensive coordinator. Um, you've got to promote somebody. So you can hire a, 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 D, a cornerback's coach, a DB's coach, and make him your DC, and there's nothing that his current employer can do to stop it. But you can't call the Jets or the Vikings, uh, or I guess you can't call Jeff Oldbrick and Brian Flores and say, hey, they're paying you $2 million, we're going to pay you four, and that guy goes, all right, I'm out. It's just You can't do that. So uh, I know people... People love it. I mean, internal keeps coming up. The Brandon Staley has come up several times. Somebody asked me the other day, I got a DM on Instagram, at Guy Haberman. You can send me DMs on Instagram. Um, I don't get back to him as quickly as I do. Uh, well, I mean, I get back to, you know, text messages, I guess. But um, they said, there's got to be somebody on the Rams that is kind of set to be you know, who can help. And there, the answer to that is, well, there kind of was, but he's gone now. The guy that would have been interesting was um, Jimmy Lake, who was the Washington defensive coordinator, then became the Washington Huskies, talking college football here, head coach. It blew up on him. He uh, had spent time in the NFL, ends up uh, on Raheem's staff now, in Atlanta as the defensive coordinator for Raheem Morris. I think he would have been interesting. He would have been an interesting guy to have hired back when he really needed a job as the secondary coach. Um, but now he doesn't need a job. He's a defensive coordinator. He's also a secondary guy. Would Kyle have shied away? 
from a secondary guy. Um, maybe, maybe, but you know, there's also feeling when you listen to Barrows and you go around, I think Greg Papa said this the other day, um, the guy that comes up the most as the internal is Nick Sorensen, who is the, you know, passing game, nickelbacks, defensive backs. He's involved with the defensive backs. And that's the guy that Papa, I heard mentioned the other day. Um, and he knows stuff, you know, so, so that's an indication who, you know, of a guy that might be. And it does feel like if you had to put your money right now, you I think if you had to put your money right now, it feels like you'd go him. And there was just enough smoke on Staley. Uh, Tyler, a wise guy, super chat on YouTube says, my guess on the next Niners DC is Nick Sorensen in-house or Chris Kiffin from Texas. But it's just a guess. Former Patriots players say Bill won't be a DC. I do think television would, I don't know, fulfill Bill is the word, but I think TV for a year, Bill would enjoy. Whatever television Belichick would do would be catered to him. He would get to do whatever he wants. He would get to make his schedule however he wants. He would get to say, you know, hey, I'm going to do this in the segment. A producer says, Bill, we'd love for you to weigh in on top five coaches on the hot seat. And Bill would say, Get out of my face. I'm not doing that dumb topic. It's week two, and there's nothing anybody could do about it. So uh, from that standpoint, you know, I, I think I disagree with many people who think Bill would be bad on television, wouldn't want to do television. I think Bill would be good on television and has shown when he's done it that there's a way for him to do it to uh, to satisfy him. I actually... I think it's crazy to say that Belichick, we've seen the end of Bill Belichick on, on an NFL sideline, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's a guarantee that we ever see Bill back. And that's not really even age related 71. I think I, I put myself in this category too. I, for a long time assumed He's going to come back. How could he not come back? This can't be the end. He can't go out like that. Uh, but I just don't think that way about him. I, I don't think we can know that for sure. I think television could be a good place for him. I think he might enjoy it. And it might scratch enough of an itch. Maybe he'll step out of it for a little bit and realize that he was burned out. I don't know. I But, but that happens. Somebody, You step away from something you've been doing every day, and you realize you can live without it. And... um I know everyone assumes that that's not Bill. His one of his best friends in the business, Nick Saban, just retired, and Nick's going to do TV. Now, Nick was in a different world than Belichick, in the sense that the college game had changed around him so much. But Bill's world had changed significantly here recently, and it might be really hard. You step out there with six rings, and you just think any organization owes me the equity that the Patriots gave me because he'd earned it, right? He'd earned it, New England. He'd earned a lot of equity. And um, maybe it's a little harder to find that. And it's a little harder to go back to any scenario that's different than exactly the scenario that you want. And so I don't, you know, I think he's a guy that will only pick the exact right situation. And um, 
If it doesn't come, I don't think we'll see him back. Question from Roy's place, a bar on YouTube. Do the uh, sorry, that's not the sorry, Roy. That's that's a legitimate question, but it's not the one I meant to uh, click on. Tall drink of a nightmare. Raiders are going to hire him after they fire AP. Sorry, AP. Uh, Mark Davis would be on the list of a coach that gives Belichick everything he needs. He'd have to pay him, which is significant, but he would be on the list of guys that goes, all right, Bill, have at it. I just want to be a part of something good, especially if this goes badly this year for the Raiders. After they trade 13 for uh, Brandon Ayuk, which uh, they might, they might not. But, you know, after doing that little exercise today, I think, I think they'd kind of be on the list. So, all right. Uh, that's that for this. Got to scurry along. Thanks for jumping in this morning for a uh, quick one. Maybe be back later Monday. Definitely be back Tuesday morning. Right now, the plan, many of you have asked this. Right now, the plan is to uh, just jump on in the mornings, a.m., and, um, you know, uh, see what's going on in the world. Do a little live, maybe have some guests, react to some of your questions, and uh, keep keep this momentum rolling. So thanks for jumping in today, everybody. Appreciate you all. Hit that like button. Subscribe on your way out the door. And uh, we'll talk soon. Later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.